It's the season premiere of the Loveland Tigers Weekly 80 podcast here on LovelandTigers.org, ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always here on the show, we're joined by AD Brian Knatzer. Brian, good morning to you. How was your summer, and how tired are you right now? Good morning, Jason. I appreciate you having us and all Tiger Nation on the podcast. Uh, you know, it's just it's left foot, right foot right now. These kids and coaches are putting all they have on the line. Let me tell you, we're in the thick of things, and once you hit September, uh, there is not a dull moment uh, for the rest of the season. So thanks for asking. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on right now for the Tigers. I want to start on the, on the pitch. Uh, boys soccer looking strong once again, looking to go back-to-back in the ECC right now. Uh, seven matches in a row, sitting on top of the league right now, and then obviously, most recently, a one-nil win over Milford uh, last Thursday. Looking good. Yeah, and you know they did a great job. The boys got better. Obviously, started out the year against two uh, very uh, tough, highly ranked in the city teams, and like Coach Dunlop likes to do, he likes to play those very, very tough teams in the beginning, and then kind of learn from from those games and then continue success throughout the season. And I'll tell you, the game at Milford uh, or versus Milford was outstanding. Our, our keeper, Dylan Schwinn, um, you know, leading uh, on the top of ECC with 31 saves. He's had cut out at that Milford game. He was our NovaCare player of the game versus Milford. What a great kid. He's doing an outstanding job and uh, really holding that defense together. And I can't go without mentioning Cole Harder, who actually leads uh, our team and scores with five. And I think he's in the top five of the ECC, and he's he's doing a great job. So those guys are going strong. Boys soccer are getting better every week. Um, like you said, they're in the top of the ECC with a 3-0 record and 7-2 overall. We actually face Centerville on Wednesday. We're heading up there. And then uh, on Thursday, uh, we take on ECC uh, Withrow. So we're excited about boys soccer this week. Well, girls soccer not not too shabby themselves right now. Two and one in the league. Uh, they've played a tough schedule as well, but they're, they're right there. Anderson and West Claremont just ahead of them in the standings. But it looks like on the girls side of things, that league title is right there for the taking too. It is, and it's a it's a young team, and they're learning a lot about themselves. And and they set a, an extremely challenging schedule. You know, going against um, uh, Mason this past week, which. Um, Mason uh, got us one nothing, um, and it, it was back and forth the entire game. So uh, good for those girls for keep fighting and keep getting better. We're actually doing a, a thing with Mason. It's called we call it Loma, which is Loveland and Mason combined. And basically, what we do uh, this year, we're bringing in the top teams around the tri-state. So we played Mason this past week, and then on Saturday. Uh, we're bringing in Wes Jesman, who is a two-time state cha- champion in Kentucky, and we're also on Sunday playing Notre Dame Academy, which they're ranked nationally. Uh, so this is a nice showcase that these teams are all involved with kind of uh, for this year and in next, just building upon just creating opportunities for high-level competition it for can girls' o- soccer. And it can only help you in the ECC uh, to play those those ranked teams from not only you know, other states but around the country. I, I have to imagine you know, th- it's gonna tough matches, no doubt about it, but it can only make your team better uh, in the conference, which is not easy either. Uh, you're right. It's a tough conference. As girls, girls are doing a good job, so uh, congratulations to Coach Kelly and, and – uh, our girls got to give a shout out to Brooke Hatfield and Lauren Donovan, who are uh, in the top ten scorers in the ECC. So they keep doing what they're doing, and defense takes care of things, and and we'll continue to move on through the postseason. 
Well, speaking of continuing to take care of things, your uh, your volleyball team right there tied for the top of the ECC. They're looking for the three-peat this year. Uh, Jillian Hayes, a terrific start to the season for her with 108 kills already, good for fourth best in the ECC. And it just seems like with the volleyball program, the beat goes on. Hit a tough one against Mercy McCauley over the weekend. That's nothing to shake a stick at, though. That's always a strong program. But uh, it just seems like one year after another, the beat goes on. Yeah, they, it's highly competitive Southwest Ohio volleyball, and our girls are right in the thick of things. And, and there's never a, a dull moment. We we face uh, West Claremont High School uh, this Tuesday, and then we go to Anderson on Thursday. So it, we're right at it, and it's going to be a battle to the very end. So proud of that that program and what Coach Ball has done with these girls as well. Yeah, diff, difficult ECC schedule. I was the home game, and then back and forth. It doesn't matter. It seems like the support goes anywhere, everywhere for you. And that's something I want to talk about too. And we'll talk a little, get a little bit more of this as well. The support for programs like that. I mean, it just seems like around around Tiger Nation, they're coming out. Your fans are. Doesn't matter what the sport is. Yeah, they they love to come. We've we've got a great student section, uh, Spirit Club. Um, you know, we're, we're always trying to pull as many kids we can to all the different events, and they do a great job. We, we have our orange out, our black outs, our white outs, whatever you want to call it, and these kids travel on the spirit bus to some of these games. They come in full force, and it doesn't just end with, with just their Tiger Nation student-athletes. You know, like I said, our bands are always coming to the games. They're playing. They're hard at work. And then, obviously, our Loveland community is extremely supportive of all of our sports, and they're always there to rally the troops and to provide the support, you know, to push these kids to their limits. And, and so we're very fortunate to have a great community like Loveland. Yeah, uh, we, we were – It's I, I was at the, uh, the home opener against Lebanon, the football home opener, I should say, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, just the response there – was absolutely incredible. Yeah, you know, obviously it's an exciting time for the program. You know, Andy Cruz now your 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 head man of the football program. But to see that for the home opener, to see you know the student section shaking the press box, and that was fun to try to hang on to uh, up up above because they were so into it. But to see, I mean, it was it was a capacity crowd for the home opener. I mean, I, I would imagine as an athletic director that it has to feel as, as an athletic director, excuse me, that has to feel pretty darn good that. You know, it's a new era for Loveland Tigers football, and game one of the home of the home slate, you've got a packed house. Yeah, we do, and it, you know, we have a very strong Loveland youth football program, and it was a Loveland youth football night. They came out in full force to support, and our Loveland athletic boosters just a, does a phenomenal job. You know, they they want to create. This is the place to be on Friday night in the Loveland community. That's why we have fireworks, and we pack the house. And you're right, we shake the we shake the stadium, and it's it's a fun Friday evening uh, to be a part of. And we've got homework. Oh, we got homecoming right around the corner, so that'll even be a that'll even be a bigger event that we'll talk about uh, next week. So yeah, Coach Cruz is doing a great job rallying these guys, getting them all to to buy in. Um, you know, our offense is is is, is moving. Um, we gotta we gotta click a little better, but we're we're getting there. Our Calvin Clouds and and our Bailey Jacksons and our receivers, we're getting the we're we're catching the ball, we're moving the ball. Kids are buying in, they're putting in the time, and they're trusting in the process, and they're all bought in, and, and they understand that if you trust this process and you stay with it, it will it just might love you back. So that's what we're looking at, and we're really excited about you know this week four and then leading into the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely, and, and a good chance to get get that win 
this week taking on uh taking on Withrow. Yeah, t- took them down a year ago, but uh yeah, it just seems like with this ECC and it, and, and we've talked about this before. It seemed like in every sport it is a gauntlet week in and week out, and football's no different. But a a good chance for you to get in the win column this week and get Andy Cruz's first win against uh, Withrow. Absolutely, kids are excited. You know they're not missing a beat, and, and Withrow is on the forefront of our mind, and that's where we want to be. And 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 we'll we'll take care of business. Absolutely. Uh, elsewhere, obviously, we got a lot of other ones to uh, to talk about here. Yeah, the, the girls golf getting going as well. You know they've got a big. Big deal coming up this Thursday, the, the ECC Championships. Uh, give us a little bit of insight on that and uh, what it's going to take for the, the Tigers to uh, be ECC champs. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday, ECC postseason uh, at Walden Ponds. Um, it's going to take all of us part to play um, in that Allison Roundtree, who's, who's leading leading our team. Um, we're going to have to rally around that, and we're going to have to run the shoot well and uh, give ourselves an opportunity to compete for that championship for girls golf. Yeah, boys golf same way. Uh, they're two and one in the league right there with uh, Turpin and Kings at the at the top as well. You feel good about their chances in the ECC? I do. I mean, they're they're playing strong. We got you know three kids in the in the top ten that are shooting very well. Tyler, Joe, and Jeffrey who are just doing a great job, and they're they're challenging one another each and every time. So uh, we're we're. We're looking like we can compete for that with that five and two overall record. So we're excited to see how we finish in our boys' golf. And then uh, elsewhere as well, we move on to the courts. Uh, girls' tennis, a big win over Milford this past weekend. You know, you're right there, twelve and two on the year. My goodness, Anna Svitkovic leading the ECC with ten singles wins. I mean, that, talk about a blistering start. I don't know that you could ask for much more. Yeah, twelve and two overall. Um, the, these girls have have all bought in over the course of both last year and this year. We opened up a uh, what we call a JVB team, so the interest is high. Our middle school does a good job at, at, at uh, you know, creating teams, and it's just really moved from the middle school up into the high school. And as you mentioned, Anna at the top in our court one is, is really, you know, dominating, and, and these girls are following in those footsteps. A lot of athletes up there that play multiple sports, and they are taking care of business. They're exciting to watch. Um, strong athletes as well, uh, and and they're giving themselves a great opportunity to compete for that uh, top of the ECC in the postseason. So good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned something there. It's kind of an interesting point. I want to expand on that a little bit more. Uh, you talked about uh, the the middle school and the lower levels starting to develop their programs and get kids interested at the lower levels. Uh, how how much of a conscious effort has that been for you and your staff to try and get the lower levels involved? And that way, when they come in to uh, to Loveland High School, they're ready to rock and roll and ready to put you at the top. Yeah, we're a seven through twelve uh, district. We have a uh, a athletic director, Jason Bruce, at the middle school who does seventh and eighth grade, and we we meet on a regular basis. We're always trying to promote all of our sports that we have at the middle school and just generate the numbers. And Loveland is a type of school where we, we need multiple sport athletes. If we will not survive or compete at a high level if we don't have those. So we really reach down to our middle school and trust in them, and they do a great job of, of supporting the, the varsity athletics. And, it's in, you know, with Loveland, you have that support, uh, not only with them, but with, with middle school, but also with our youth. We are strong in all of our youth, whether that's soccer. They came out the other day to support 
our boys' soccer program with youth. Uh, we already talked about the, the football youth, our lacrosse youth. We have so many, our baseball youth, our basketball youth is so strong in this community that we feel that just kind of funnels into the middle school and then ultimately up into the high school and the varsity athletics, uh, which is the highest level of competition. So it does take an all-community buy-in, and our Loveland community, our Loveland boosters, our middle school, our youth programs, we all work in unison to continue to promote and not only recruit but retain our kids in this district uh, to compete at those high levels. So that's a great question. Yeah, I uh, uh, appreciate that, and I appreciate all the support you've got around you. Before I let you go here, uh, this we, we talked about the top of the of the podcast here. This is a very hectic time uh, for for you as as an administrator and all these sports going on as well. I want you to take us a little bit inside of how uh, of your your decisions and how you go into which sports you're going to try and check out. And obviously, you can't get to everything. You know, during the week because there's so much going on. As an athletic director, how do you go about deciding, okay, I'm going to go check out this event and I'm just going to get a report from this event? Well, we have an unbelievable support staff here um, in, our, in our high school. I'll say it's second to none. Well, Christy Bruleport, with our admin, you know, assistant, and then Eric Fry is, our, um, is also a, uh, an athletic director here at the high school and, and – um, we have not the support of our principal, who she is, Peggy Johnson, is always helping us attend uh, events. We have our assistant principal, who also help us, helps us attend events as well that are sometimes away. Uh, Jake Elfers, our facilities coordinator, who uh, will be an athletic director at a high school at some point. Uh, he is always setting up the events here. Uh, so we've got this team uh, that just works together, and we all meet on Monday morning, and we make sure that all of our events, as much as possible, are attended, and we're all we're supporting whether that's that's through uh, social media, whatever platform it is, through the, through our website, uh, whatever we need to do, we make sure that we get out there and we cover as many games as possible. Because really, that's 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 what we're here for. We're here to support the kids. And we want to showcase what we have. We want to support the kids. We want to get the kids' names out there, the programs out there, support of the coaches. And that's our big philosophy here at Loveland High School. So if we can help support the kids and support the coaches, we're going to do whatever it takes. And with the great support staff that we have here at administration level, uh, we feel very good about that. As you well should, with the support you have around you, not only in the school but the community as well. You mentioned it as we wrap up here. Uh, where can uh, fans and everybody else keep up with Loveland Tigers uh, athletics on social media? We can go to lovelandtigers.org. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. So we're, we're out there, um, and just check us out. Absolutely. Check them out. There's a lot of great events. The whole calendar is there on lovelandtigers.org. There's really no no event is not available for you there to see. So it's a busy time of year, Brian. We appreciate you joining us here on the season premiere of the Week Lady Podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Great. Thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate your time. Thank you. That is Loveland 80 Brian Knatzer here on lovelandtigers.org here on the Weekly 80 Podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.